Hey guys, Ben back here for Next Level Radio, bringing you yet again another guest spotlight. This time around, we had the opportunity to speak with Joe Minoso, one of the cast members of NBC's Chicago Fire. Joe was really cool to talk to, very engaging, a whole lot of fun. So rather than bore you with a long introduction about the interview, we're just going to let it speak for itself, and we want you to just go ahead and listen. Uh, we encourage you to follow Joe on Twitter, at Domino uh, which you'll be able to find on our website, www.nextlevelradioonline.com, as well as under the video description that you see below you on YouTube. Or if you're listening to the audio, you can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash nextlevelradioonline, as well as on Twitter at NXT Level Radio. You'll find all Joe's information somewhere on all three. We encourage you to subscribe to all of them. And that's about does it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview with Joe Minoso. Hey everybody, Ben back here for another guest spotlight here on Next Level Radio, and I am joined as always by my co-host Adam Gorey. In past spotlights, we've talked to musicians, comedians, writers, and directors, all great guests, and tonight, of course, is no different. Our guest tonight got his start mainly on stage after receiving his bachelor's degree in fine arts from Adelphi University, and then his master's in fine arts at Northern Illinois University. Since then, you've been able to see him in shows such as Prison Break, Shameless and Boss, as well as the film Man of Steel. But now you can catch him every Tuesday night on NBC's Chicago Fire. Please welcome to the show Joe Minuso. Joe, thanks for spending some time with us tonight. Absolutely, buddy. Thank you so very much for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, first off, how you doing tonight, man? I know it's. Uh, I, I, are you in Chicago right now? I am. I am. Yeah, we're still actually filming. We got about uh, another week worth of filming left, uh, so we're wrapping things up. But. I am still uh, freezing my butt off here in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I know our temperature's going down a little bit here. We're in the Philly area, and we just went from about 80-degree weather this weekend down. We're going down to, I think, about the 40s or 30s in the next oh, couple so days. You know exactly what I'm talking about, because that's exactly what we just experienced. Yeah. So you're originally from the Bronx, but now you're currently living in Chicago. How long have you lived there, and, and what's your feeling on the city so far? I'm sure you've got to love it if you've been there for a while. Oh, my God. Well, I, you know, I've been here. I graduated from Northern Illinois University in 2004, and I immediately moved into Chicago. Uh, and the city just took me up and wrapped me up in its arms. It's been just such a beautiful place to live. Um, I'm such a fan of the people, and I'm such a fan of the city itself. And uh, it's such a joy and a thrill to be able to actually film something here. I think part of our success, a large part of it, is because of the fact that we film in the city of Chicago. How's the pizza? Oh, brother, I'm fantastic. You know, I got to <laughs> tell you, I'm not really one for the, the you know, the deep dish versus uh, thin crust wars mm-hmm. uh, that they have out here. But I, I'll tell you what, man, as far as I'm concerned, all of it is pretty damn good. <laughs> Pizza's pizza, you know. It's yeah. all. So, now, you have an extensive background in theater. How, how does that compare to working in television now? Uh, you know, they're, they're different animals. Uh, you, diff- you, have, you definitely have to um, kind of train different muscles uh, for both art forms, I think. You know, doing theater has its own particular grind, uh, especially if you're somebody who is kind of a Chicago theater actor, you know, who's kind of growing up in the boards. Uh, there's not a lot of uh, incredibly well-paying jobs up there for theater, but, you know, you do it because you love it, especially in Chicago. Um, and I was lucky enough to be embraced by a beautiful theater company here, Teatro Vista, uh, which is a, a local Latino theater company. 
And thanks to them, uh, I got seen by a lot of the right people, and I've really been blessed with where I've been able to go with my career. Now, is is it true that you decided to pursue acting and get into theater and all that after watching a girlfriend in a school play? I mean, I, I don't necessarily know if it was specifically her that I was so enamored by, but <laughs> I did. Uh, she did take me to go see her in a play, which was happened to be the very first play I ever went to uh, in a high school. It was a high school play. And I remember by intermission, I was like, I have to be involved in this. I was actually, as the guys were moving the set around to like set up for the second act, I was like, can I help you guys out in any way? Is there something that I can do to, you know, maybe just be a part of it? Because it just seemed so exciting and so vibrant and alive. Uh, and I immediately joined up and I haven't really looked back ever since. That's awesome. Um, do you remember what play it was? It was called uh, The Hotel Paradiso. It is a French farce uh, that has a lot to do with uh, uh, mistaken identities and uh, door comedy. It's a lot like Three's Company on stage. Well, if, if it was so good that it got you into acting, I, I might have to try and see if I can find it somewhere. <laughs> I would, oh, man, good luck to you. I, I would love to see if you can find it because I, I can't imagine if anybody is doing that play still. It's hilarious, though. <laughs> now, do you still keep in touch with the uh, the girlfriend that kind of got you in? Not necessarily got you into it, but... No, no, you know, it's funny that you see that. She just recently Facebooked me. She said she was going to be coming out to Chicago for a couple of days, but I think, unfortunately, it's going to be too late. We will have... Uh, we will have already been on hiatus, and I'm going to be getting out of here, taking a little break uh, from Chicago. And uh, I don't think I'm going to get a chance to meet up with her. But that's funny that you mentioned it. Literally, just like two days ago, she just contacted me. Oh, wow. Look at that. Um, now, you also made your uh, feature film debut last year uh, in Man of Steel. So what was that like? Um, a lot like being an extra. Uh, yeah, it was a very much. It was a it was a very limited role. Um, I basically played a police officer who kind of guided people away from a tumbling building. Uh, but I will say it was really fascinating to take that on because there was like 150 extras literally running in my direction, and I'm like waving them to come my way. And so while we're all supposed to be pretending that there's a giant building that's collapsing right on us. Uh, and so just being able to do something of that scale and that mass and just something that large and to commit with 150 people to one moment that was supposed to be, uh, that we're supposed to kind of bring to life was so exciting. And I would say even better was the opportunity to meet Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, yeah, uh, I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, he's an incredible actor. I had a great opportunity to be in the scene with him or we have, we were in the we were in the same vicinity, uh, and I had a chance to kind of sit next to him in the chair and just uh, you know just kind of watch him, and it was it was a really incredible experience. I'm a big big fan of his, so that definitely the takeaway from that one. Do you have uh, any plans um, to do any more features or anything like that? Anything in the works? Oh my God, brother! I would, you know anything that anyone would be interested in casting me in. You know, I, I'm so uh, it's hard because uh, the schedule for Chicago Fire keeps us pretty busy. We're uh, pretty much working five, six days a week, 14 hours a day uh, for about 10 months out of the year. Uh, so it becomes pretty difficult to find some time to do any other projects, but uh, I am in the process of auditioning for a couple of things here and there, and then hopefully if something comes through, it does. It, but if it doesn't, I'm just, just fine uh, taking a breather. Yeah, best of, best of luck with that, for sure. Thank 
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to Chicago Fire, uh, since that's your current project right now. Uh, for our listeners that uh, you know might be living under a rock and don't know anything about the show, <laughs> uh, that might be unfamiliar with it, can you give us like a short synopsis? Like, tell us a little bit about what the show is. Uh, absolutely. Um, I would say Chicago Fire is basically a story uh, that revolves around the men and women of Firehouse 51. Uh, and it's basically how they go about their lives uh, and their job being the family that they are. With all of its family, with all of the idiosyncrasies that come with being a family uh, and all of the drama and the comedy and uh, the tears and joy that come with being uh, connected to anyone as a human being. Um, it just so happens to take place uh, in one of the most dangerous jobs in the world. Yeah. Um, and I got to say, you know, it's been so great just because uh, you, you, it, there's a, it takes a certain kind of person to run into a building that everyone is running out of. Yeah. Uh, and to do it solely for the purpose of trying to save another life. Uh, it's a really selfless act. And um, it's really just the kind of, it's such a beautiful thing to be able to kind of just portray and share with the world. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's basically just a big family trying to get through the trials and tribulations of being firefighters. Yeah, I think that shows. Life. I think that shows too, because I mean, um, you guys all seem, you know, just through social media, it looks like you guys are all uh, pretty close off screen as well. And it really does uh, show on the show. You know, it was kind of instantaneous. Uh, we, don't, we were really lucky there. We don't necessarily know, you know. Uh, Amy Walker, who plays the chief on the show, he, uh, back during the pilot uh, two years ago, he said, you know, the one thing that no one can ever predict is the alchemy of a group of people. Uh, and, you know, for some reason, the chemistry that came with the group that got put together when they did this show really works. I mean, we truly adore each other. Uh, I am a huge fan of every single person that I happen to share uh, that screen with, and uh, it's a great, great gift to see them work week in and week out, and to get, get to meet and work with some, really some great guest stars. We've had just some amazing people, both from uh, outside of Chicago and also from inside the city of Chicago, people who have really just kind of been, I've been a big, big fan of for years, either through Chicago theater or just kind of working with them, you know, throughout the past couple of years that I lived here, and it is just really a joy to get to see them kind of rise and uh, and show off their talent. Right, and I mean, obviously, um, with a drama, at least the dramatic parts of the show, you know, with um, firefighting, um, not everything's going to be able to be completely authentic. What do you guys do, you know, what kind of steps do you take in order to try and be at least, you know, as accurate as you can be? Well, you know, they, they actually, they're, they're it's a big process, and they 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 try their best to be as accurate, as painstakingly accurate as possible. We have an incredible technical coordinator. His name is Steve Chikorotis. He's been with us since the very beginning. He's actually he's involved in the entire process. He starts with the writers and helps them figure out uh, the accidents and write out all of the emergencies. Uh, and then he takes that and translates that into how he can help us in terms of showing off how to do it properly. We also have firefighters there at all times. We have uh, one of the guys who's actually on screen. His name is Tony Ferraris. He plays the squad driver, uh, and he's an actual firefighter who is there with us for, for every call, pretty much. 
Uh, and he was there always constantly telling us and helping us uh, with the proper protocol and uh, the proper way to take on a fire. And also, we're surrounded by them. You know, I mean, any anybody that you see as, that looks like a firefighter that isn't one of us is an actual firefighter. Oh, that's uh, cool. so you, and they're always so open to answering questions and helping and trying to help us look as authentic as we can. So really, we rely a lot on them. Uh, and they're they're just so great about it. Yeah, I know. I I was actually a firefighter for a couple of years. So uh, from what I've oh seen, God, thank you for your service. <laughs> no problem, man. It's it's not a not a problem. But from what I've seen, just looking at the show and looking at pictures behind the scenes and things like that, the things that you have as far as the uniforms and the helmets and the equipment, uh, it all looks pretty legit. And so I'm I'm curious as to I know from wearing that stuff on my own and hauling that equipment up on my own it's hard i mean it, it takes a lot of work and it really takes it out of you i can only imagine you know you guys doing it for hours on end a day how legit is this stuff that you guys use during the show uh, everything that we have is 100 percent uh fire, fire chicago fire department issue really uh, even like exactly to what, even yeah. as far as the breathing tanks and everything that you guys use yeah uh, well yes well the, you know our breathing tanks the masks themselves are designed a little bit differently so that our full face can be seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is forced air. Uh, we are still, you know, it, the, the mechanism works exactly the same. Once the mask is on and we're sealed in, we're breathing in uh, forced oxygen. So it's exactly like the firefighters. Uh, and the gear is all actual fireproof gear. I mean, you know, all of our fire is live fire. You know, we don't, we, we, there's very little CGI when, when you come to the fires. What you see is what you get. We're really in the room with all that, with all of that smoke and fire. Wow. So the equipment is almost kind of necessary. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they, they didn't take any chances with that. They just decided to give us exactly what it is that the actual firefighters use. Uh, and you're right, you know, the, uh, uh, one of the best compliments I ever got was from an actual firefighter uh, when we were doing a huge scene where we were, you know, walking, we were literally in those tanks and you know, you know, in those tanks for about 10 or 12 hours that day. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, you took your breaks and you can and get them on and off, but it was one of, it was just a brutal day. And one of the firefighters came up and he was like, I got to say, you guys are tougher than we are because we don't have to wear them this much every day, all the time. And I, yeah, I have to, uh, and I was like, yeah, I have to agree with that completely. Cause I mean, you know, times when we wore them, it would maybe be a couple hours and you guys are wearing them for hours on end. So, I mean, bravo to you guys too for doing that. They're still totally wrong. There's no way that we're tougher than they are. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, 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 it's, you know, it, it's a grind. I tell you what, the best, it's funny because there's very few days when that bunker gear is perfect for the weather. It's either like way, way too hot outside to be wearing it or it's way, way too cold outside to <laughs> yeah. be wearing it. So it's really, you know, it's like there's about six days in the city of Chicago where the weather is perfect for bunker gear. Yeah. Um, now, as Adam had mentioned before, the show is a drama, but it does have some elements of humor as well, and, and your character definitely adds a lot to that. Um, do you prefer the dramatic side or do you prefer the comedic side when it comes to things like that? That's a, that's a really good question. Um, I would say uh, that I love doing the comedic stuff, especially because of what the result on set is when we get to do stuff like that. Um, I actually just recently, uh, a scene between all of the guys, pretty much, all of the boys from uh, the truck and squad, were sitting in the kitchen, 
and we were all helping Mouch out with giving him tips on how on dating. Uh, and so we decided to end up like uh, doing like a mock date, and I ended up playing the girl in the mock date. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Then, I, I just watched that actually. Oh yeah, yeah. And then all of the guys were kind of helping, you know, him and giving him tips and stuff. And that was really, as far as I'm concerned, and I can actually say that a couple of the guys sharing this definitely, Christian uh, Salty, who plays Mouch, um, it is by far the, uh, my favorite scene that we've done in our two years. Um, <laughs> For a lot of reasons, it was hilarious, but I think it got to show people off in a really good way. And I think, uh, you know, what I, what I get to see of the firefighters, you know, as much as I would love to try and go on more ride-alongs and actually see them in the thick of it, what I get to see is a bunch of guys busting each other's balls and being brothers and having a good time. Yeah. Uh, and so any time that, that we get to do that on screen, I feel that we're being as authentic and genuine as we can because it's what I'm most used to seeing the firefighters do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think my favorite part of that scene too that you mentioned was uh, when you know they had said for him to kind of branch out with his questions, and he asked something like, uh, "What what are the five things that make you most afraid?" And your response was, uh, "This date now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was great. Uh, you know, it's the writing, man. The guys, you know, that's another thing, you know. But I would say, you know, to answer the last part of your question, you can't get away from the drama. You know, I, I, there's been some stuff that's been given to me in terms of uh, storyline with my brother and uh, where that went between season one and season two that's been, well, that was highly dramatic. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I mean, that's when you really get to flex those muscles. It's when you really get to kind of uh, prove your weight and you get to, uh, and you really get to work. Um, and so you can't deny how exciting moments like that are. But um, I, as far as I'm concerned, man, you know, bringing joy to the world is the best thing you can do. And so anytime that we get to give people a couple of laughs is, I mean, just fine by me. Awesome. Well, I know we're running a little short on time because I know you got to get going. But we always like to end our interviews with what we call our rapid fire. Basically, Adam's just going to shoot three or four questions your way. You don't have to go into any kind of detail. Just answer with the first thing that comes to your head. All right. These always terrify me, but let's do it. <laughs> well, in uh, in kind of honor of uh, Man of Steel, who's your favorite superhero? Ooh. Uh, oh, that's a lot harder. Can I just say the entire Marvel Universe? That you works sure for me. <laughs> you sure can. Right, cool. <laughs> uh, what country would you mo most like to visit that you haven't been able to yet? Australia. What's your because of Jesse Spencer? <laughs> what's uh what's your favorite guilty pleasure music, song or artist? Oh man, uh, I'm a pop nut. I love pop music. Like I, I, I you know, and I have no problems admitting it to anybody. Like it's like I, I, I love to defend pop. When I have an argument with somebody about like, you know, classic music like alternative music versus hardcore rap and pop, I'm like, you know what, man? There's nothing wrong with a good boy band song. <laughs> uh, like it's like, uh, you know, so that's definitely a guilty pleasure that I have no problem admitting to. <laughs> awesome. Uh, favorite ice cream flavor? Last one. Oh man, so many good ones. Uh, oh, uh, definitely uh, mint, mint chocolate chip. Oh, you mint are a man of my own heart. <laughs> that, that, that is my favorite as well. Um, all right, well, we're gonna let you. We're going to let you go, but we just want to send – we absolutely want to send people to go check out Chicago Fire, 10, 9 Central on NBC. Uh, we want to send them your way on Twitter. Uh, you're at De, uh, 
uh, Dat Minou Show? Dat Minou Show, yeah. Yeah, like the Bears, Dat Minou Show. Yeah, Dat Minou Show. Uh, you can also follow Chicago Fire at NBC Fire and check them out. NBC on... Chicago Fire. Oh, NBC Chicago Fire, sorry. I have it right in front of me, too, and I'm still screwing it up. <laughs> Uh, but, oh man, I can, I can barely get it right myself. There's so, <laughs> so, many, there's so many titles for things nowadays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Joe, thanks a lot for spending some time with us, man. This was awesome. Oh my God, dude, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, you guys have an excellent day. Yeah, you thanks, do the man. same, man. And Take care. Congrats, congrats on season three, by the way. You guys just got renewed last month, so good job. Yeah, brother, we're, we're pretty excited about it. You know, it's like it's such a joy to be able to be with this with this group of guys and girls and. Uh, I look forward to sharing with this family for years and years and years. Yeah, we're awesome. gonna we're gonna keep watching, and we're definitely gonna send more people to the show. So, I love it, man. Sounds fantastic. Thank you. All right, man. Take care. All right, you too. Have a good one. You too.